You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Acme Packing Company podcast feed. I'm Justice Mosqueda. Um, this is the Repack. The Green Bay Packers just won a football game. I'm joined here by Evan Tex Western Savage with the People Tex. Oh, what's up, everybody? 16 in a row, my friend. 16 in a row in December. Can't be stopped. He can't be stopped. I already I looked believe. at 100% chance of them making the playoffs if uh, they were. It's like over 99% if uh, they they went out in December because they have five games in December technically because they play awesome. New Year's Eve. So. Well, and every one of those games is winnable at this point. Yeah. You got Giants, Bears, uh, Panthers in there, and then what? Vikings and Buccaneers somewhere somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. It's oh. – I, I I said this to a friend of mine after the game tonight. I have never, I can't imagine a team going from, I can't believe I have to watch this team to, I can't believe I get to watch this team in such a short span of time. I like, I've got whiplash from the turnaround that this team has had this season. Tonight. Um, Cause I think looking back at it, you know, everyone points to Aaron Rodgers coming off the bench against, against Dallas. Right. And them saying, like, that's kind of when we knew, right? And it happened a lot earlier for Aaron. Um, but it feels like this was the game where it's like, yeah, lo- love's dumb man. They're like, yep. I-, I know we've been saying, you know, unquestioned going into next season, all that stuff. Like, he's going to get the full two-year run, all that. But now it's like, nah, man, this is it. This is, like, get excited. Yeah. Yeah, this is – I mean. You 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 kind of had that moment in in '08 uh, mm-hmm. with Rogers a little bit, and right around the time that you know they, that they gave him the big new contract, and they can't do that right now based on timing and everything, and when he got his his extension in May. But would it surprise you at this point if you know this summer he ends up signing a long term contract extension? No, not not no. the way he's played these last two games, especially. Not not even last two games, last five games. So yeah. I want to take you guys back to we're talking November first is when Brian Gutekunst had his presser. I think it was November first because the trade deadline was Halloween. I think it was the day after. It might have been the day of. Um and his whole thing was basically like we expected more out of the offense. We think the offense is plenty of talent. We expect it to be better in the second half of the season. And the way we interpreted that, right? And I think the way he wanted it to come across is basically like we're going to be making some changes on the offensive side of the ball if we don't get this thing figured out in the second half of the season, right? Since then, Jordan Love has thrown 173 passes, excluding the Hail Mary interception against Pittsburgh. If you want to include that, go ahead. I don't think that's a real NFL throw. Um, He's completed 115 of those for uh, 1,374 yards, 11 touchdowns, and one interception in the last five games. And the Packers have gone four and one. What a fucking turnaround for this team. Oh, my God. 
That's that's incredible. And in in the four wins in those those five games, um, his completion percentage is over two thirds. Um, yeah. he's thrown no, you know, he he only threw a pick in that you know in that Pittsburgh game. Those other four games that they've won, no picks in any of those. In the last three games, he's over sixty seven percent completions, over two hundred sixty yards, multiple touchdowns, and no picks in each of the last three games. Yeah. And that's you know, and I think we we knew. The game against the Chargers with that defense, I mean, Chargers defense, not good. Detroit's right. defense has not been playing well for, you know, the, the last seven, eight weeks or so. So, um, didn't shock me as much, but this Chiefs defense is as good a pass defense as there is in yeah. the league. And, and I think that combined with everything else and, and just the, the, the error continuing to point out, that's what really stands out in this game is he was making these plays against one of the best pass defenses in the NFL. And if you're looking at the next five games, just in terms like the Packers haven't had a whole lot of opportunities to play super blitz heavy teams in the same way that like Kansas city is. And Spagnuolo got a couple. I mean, there, there were plenty mm-hmm. of time. I mean, I was surprised. Um, one of the touchdown throws, I I thought there was no chance it was going to end up throwing it once he like double clutched it. Um, was that the was that the one to Watson the, yeah. the that he made that ridiculous catch yeah yeah and I was like there's like most quarterbacks don't keep their eyes up and end up throwing that ball um he hasn't had a whole ton of looks at that t- those type of defenses outside of Minnesota but we're gonna be basically playing three worst versions of this defense in the next five games because Minnesota blitzes all the time Wink Martindale who you know he used to be in uh, Baltimore. Um, he's in charge of that Giants defense and then Todd Bowles, obviously, uh, with Tampa Bay. So the other thing, the Green Bay Packers now own the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL moving forward. So not yes. only do we have the seventh seed right now and we have the inside track for that. Yeah, we also have the easiest stretch of games coming up. The The toughest game in terms of win loss is the Minnesota Vikings and they're at 500 and they have a backup quarterback. So. Packers are now the seventh seed. That's we are, right. We're 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 no longer in the hunt, man. We are in in the field. Uh, yeah. If if the season ended today, thanks to all the, the various type of right things. now. Yeah, <laughs> keep your eyes up. But oh, we're in. God, feels good. All right, let's talk about what everyone's going to be talking about, at least the national media. They got a mm. head start on it with the NBC mm. broadcast. Shout out to you guys for highlighting exactly two penalties instead of the ones before then. Um, there's been people who have been talking about uh, Isaiah Pacheco um, and that penalty. And, you know, he, he swung on that play that, you know, Green Bay thought that they, they covered a ball. They didn't end up covering a ball. Um, on that penalty, people thought that they were supposed to get a 10-second runoff for that penalty. Not how that thing works because it was, you know, a dead ball type of situation with the odd turnover thing and, you know, having to go to review and all that stuff. Um, what should have been called, though, was a roughing that was not fucking roughing yep. by any definition of the rule. All he did nope. was hit Patrick Mahomes hard in the last step that he was in bounds. Beautiful, clean shoulder to shoulder hit. There was no contact to the head. None of that crap. So you couldn't have had it there. They called it as a late hit. He was clearly in bounds. That. Oh my God. And, and Mahomes is a guy and I've, this is the one thing that drives me crazy when I watch games that, that he's a part of is he is crying for every call. 
He's always crying for every call in the pocket, outside the pocket, wherever. And, um, and he gets a lot of them. And in this case, he sure as hell got one he shouldn't have. There was also the MBS rolling backwards play <laughs> where they, they let him get out of bounds, even though his forward progress had already been stopped inbounds. So people yep. are pointing out to those two plays in terms of, uh, you know, saving clock and saving, um, uh, you know, s- saving, uh, field position, um, Kansas City Chiefs also shot themselves in the fucking foot by just like hucking a screen out of bounds on the second to last play of the game. I don't know why the fuck they did that. Why do you run a screen in that situation? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand really. Yeah. I don't understand any of that, that whole sequence. Um, multiple balls that they, you know, you, they had what eight seconds left. That's enough time. If you throw, you could throw a real route to the back of the end zone and potentially still have a second, a second shot at it. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, but people are going to point out, uh, Carrington Valentine, which dude, that was a penalty. Mm-hmm. And that was, oh, yeah. that was a makeup call a hundred percent. Um, we all saw it. We all saw it. <laughs> I don't have to tell you guys. You guys saw it. You guys probably got real tight the same way I did when you saw it. Yep. Down. Um, the Hail Mary, they never fucking call that. Ever. No. Ever. That's never going to be called. I tweeted it multiple no. times that I'm like, you can fire a gun in the end zone on a Hail Mary attempt, and NFL refs <laughs> will never, never, ever, ever call it. Nothing to see there, but, uh, man. Yeah, I think I tweeted it in the moment, too, that that was, thank you for the nice makeup non-call after the the bullshit call on, on Jonathan Owens, so... Is that or these people are really that bad at their job? I want to look at – I'm actually looking at the player pool right now. Uh, here's what they said about the Jonathan Owens play. Yep. The covering official believed that the defender made a late and unnecessary contact on the quarterback. So that was the call for unnecessary roughness. Um, inbounds or not, initial conversations happened on every play, and the covering official was certain that the call had been made correctly. Fire that fucking person because that's not true. We saw it a thousand times. Yep. Oh god. All right. Um, the fake temple. All right. Nothing else matters in that. Um. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, I saw who was it? Um, Demovsky like retweeted some guy who was like, "We need referees to be held accountable. Like they should be talking to the press. They have a press pool Mm -hmm. after the game every single time, and every single time one of these refs fucks up, they just say we made the right call." And then that's it. All they have to do is go up there, eat shit for two minutes, and walk and away. And there's no, no accountability. Yep. Ever. No accountability Ever. whatsoever. They go back yeah, to the... their fucking assistant software management jobs. What's, like, I don't what, get it. What's the worst thing that happens to these guys for messing a call? Oh, I don't have to referee playoff games. Yeah, you get time <laughs> off. Yeah. God, System man. is broken. I don't know how to fix it, but it is. Taylor Swift. You can save us. You have the power. <laughs> I know you have the power. You can save us. How many Taylor Swift shots did we get? Did we only get the one? I don't remember a single one in the second half. Yeah. So I think, I think we it was one just the one. Simone Biles one tied. Yep. That's the way it should be. Yep. Um, team gold, medals, gold medals are more important than gold records. I'm just going on record Absolutely. with that. Um, we were never down. The Packers were never down for a single second in this game. They were never down for a single second in the Lions game. I don't know what type of odds you'd have to get to be able to pull off that bet, but <laughs> there's no, like, 
I would not have expected this out of, out of this team recently. But at this point, it's a trend, right? Like going into that Lions game, we were like, look, the offense is getting better, but we're talking about a, ver- a very small sample size, right? Yep. Um, now that they're showing the consistency there, like hang your hat on it. Like we should be able to beat down these teams again, Minnesota, Carolina, Chicago, the Giants, the Buccaneers. None of these teams are better than this Packers team right now. So if they do end up losing, it's probably going to be because, you know, they shot themselves in the foot somehow. It's it's entirely feasible that this team goes 8-0 to close this season. Like I, I and 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 goes from a three and six team to an eleven and six team, and I don't know what Detroit's schedule looks like down the stretch. Let me pull that up here real quick. Um, I know we have like a one percent chance of winning the division. Yeah, I mean so. it's it's the, they got they got two against the Vikings. They get the Broncos at home. They get all right at Dallas. That right, okay. So no, not catching the Lions, but still that uh, the fact that this is. Um, this is a team that could end up with potentially double digit wins and, and a schedule that looks favorable to, to potentially doing that. I mean, we were talking before this four week stretch that if they won one of those games, that yep. is what they needed to do yep. to, to potentially like save LaFleur's job. And here they are going three and one in this f- last four game stretch, beating the, tr- the, the Lions and Chiefs as, as two of those wins. I, I, no, I mean, you and I sitting here four weeks ago, there's no way in hell we ever would have dreamed that that was even a possibility. No, I mean, we would have looked, we would have looked stupid predicting it, right? Yeah. Like, we would have looked dumb predicting it. Um, they continue to feed their playmakers, right? Like, we're getting screens to Dentavian Wicks, who, by the way, hit the over. In, over. Was free it, money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, free second, money. Early, early second quarter. That's I mean, he hit it, it on that. It was a 27 yard gain and his over under today was 20 and a half. I yeah. was, uh, I decided to, to press my luck a little bit and I had a little, uh, parlay with, uh, two or more receptions and 40 or more yards for Wicks. And he hit 40 on that last little like nine yard gain he had on that, uh, that final field goal drive. So count that one. He's getting touches. Reed continues yep. to get touches. They're building other people touches off of the Reed touches, right? They had the fake. Or what was it? The reverse? They had the jet reverse with Christian Watson. Yeah. Um, that's was fun. That, the, that was the one he got hurt on, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. They haven't said anything about the injury, by the way. Matt kind of just went up there and was like, yeah, talk to me on Wednesday, which is sure. Uh, sure looked like he pulled a hammy again. Yeah. Not great. But, um, yeah. But I don't think that they really need him at this point. So, like, I that's, mean, the silver yeah. lining here is like I don't know if he's one of our three best receivers. So he he had a nice game today. Like let's let's yeah. we'll, we'll we can give him credit. I mean seven catches on nine targets, seventy one yards, two scores, and and that second touchdown. I mean was a nice snag from him. Yep. Um, nice nice contested catch in the back of the end zone. Pretty good ball placement from the quarterback. Um, on that one too. So I'll uh I'll give I'll give number ten some love on that one, but um. Yeah, nice game from him, but but you know the game that you got from Malik Heath last week, and even what he showed on his one catch today, that fifteen yarder, yeah. make he's not a guy who should be making guys miss in the open field, or at least you wouldn't think. So right. uh, he had a nice game again. Wicks another three for forty three. Dobbs with you know some some uh, highlight real plays today. So yeah, there's there's plenty, and and I mean Reed 
basically wasn't even really a major factor in the game other than on some of the jet sweep, uh, like pop pass kind of stuff. So, um, you know, you can, you work him in a little bit to give some more, some more routes to Wicks and Heath. I think you can, you can cover up that, um, you know, any potential absence that Watson would have, uh, pretty well. Or some more to Ray. We are just R.I.P. Gonna, gonna forget about your existence. They were taking shots every week for like a month to Samari Toure. Um, or Josiah he, DeGuara, another guy who's uh, completely vanished off the face of the earth. Yeah, the tight ends are playing well too. So I think we're going to see less and less of DeGuara down the stretch. He's got the hip right now. Um, the the guys who were injured and out were uh, Aaron Jones, who has the knee, Josiah DeGuara, who has the hip, Jair Alexander, who's missed his fifth straight game now with the shoulder, even though he practiced this entire week, that seems like a real finicky injury. Um, doesn't sound like he's keeping himself fresh for anything. Like it just seems like it's like a day to day, week to week type of thing. And then the healthy scratches were to Ray, Caleb Jones and, and uh, Brenton Cox. Um, so Keyshawn just said something interesting. He said that they knew that that play was coming on the interception that he made. He, ba- you know, he said Ooh. basically, you know, film work, Pat, Patrick Mahomes, they get two off the ball and he taps his knee and they're like, okay, this is going to be slot fade. And he, that's fun. Slot fade. So like, that's really cool to understand. Cause I thought Keyshawn had eyes in the back of his head. <laughs> Cause I was like, how, <laughs> how do you make that play? I, I couldn't understand. I mean, one of the freakiest interceptions, I've ever seen and that was nuts. Oh my god. I think that's gonna be play of the year. Um for us. I mean, I don't know what is better than that one. Yeah, unless something comes up uh down the stretch here or, yeah. or something happens in a playoff game. That's I mean, that's it's not quite Razul's pick against the Cardinals two years ago. Right. But it's not far off. Right. Yeah. In insane play by him. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, um, Got a little leaky today, but I don't think it was like anyone in particular that was at fault. I just kind of think KC has some some good guys up front. That's just yeah. you know, what get, what's going to happen. There were a couple times Spags got guys free, but it wasn't happening like every single play, right? Like it, this is nothing like that first Jordan Love start in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, what was it three years ago or whatever? Um, Joe Barry, he did it again. Held him <laughs> under twenty. Yeah. You don't have to, like, people do the whole, like, eyes test, all that thing, and they're like, you know, am I being lied to? No. Take it for what it, like, Kansas City only punted once, but also the Packers held them to under 20. That's exactly I mean, what happened in this game. The the first half, the pass rush took over in the red zone and, and forced a couple field yeah. goals. I mean, that's that's really the story of this game, right, is is if yep. Kansas City scores two touchdowns instead of two field goals in that first that first half – that erases that eight point lead that the Packers have entirely. So, um, I mean, those, those stops were absolutely enormous down the stretch and, and getting it with the pass rush doing the job. Um, you know, Gary sack and then the, the Preston sack on the second drive, um, d- dialed it up at the right time. And, and Barry's pushing the right buttons here and he's doing it without his, his best corner. um, it was nice to get Savage back. I thought he, you know, he had a couple of um, of moments where where he clearly showed that you know he's he's probably the best safety this team still has on its roster at this point. But um, you know, still doing it without a guy like Jair, and um, it was a it was a good complete performance against 
again, granted, it's a Chiefs team that has struggled to score, especially in the second half of games yeah. this year. Um, but it's still Patrick Mahomes. Like that's that's what it boils down to. The media's sweet little baby Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> they won't let you know. They won't let you forget that you wronged him by being such a dirty team. Dude, uh, fourth quarter, right? I gave up the touchdown in the first play of the fourth quarter, then three and out and the pick. And then the, the final drive. Like that's a, that's a, a great way to close out a game from a defense. So, yeah. So I, I think this was it. Like he's coming back next year, whether you yeah. like it or not. Yep. Like Matt wants him around. No one's going to force Matt at this point to can him. Like it is what it is. Um, yep. As far as like the injuries and stuff go, you know, you mentioned uh, Savage coming back. Ford was another guy um, who was involved just a little bit. Um, he was involved as the dime back. He wasn't involved in the safety rotation at all. Savage actually had to leave the game for a little bit, and Anthony Johnson Jr. ended up coming off the bench um, for him. So I think it's pretty obvious Ford was on a pitch count. I wouldn't take, you know, Owens starting this game as an indication that, like, that's how the depth chart is going to be set moving forward. Yeah, for also, sure. Also, the Ryan uh, drive didn't work this week, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He immediately allowed a pressure to Chris Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, yeah, that'll happen. I mean... Uh, Chris Jones the, will get the best out of anyone. Oh, I don't think there's a guard absolutely. that can block him every single time. Yeah. I, Especially it, if you're coming off the bench in the third quarter. Like, Well, that's, that's where I was going to go, is... It was the flow of this game was crazy, and the the fact that it took until third or fourth quarter for the Packers to get to their like fourth drive of the game. Um, that first half was just just so slow. I mean, not not slow necessarily, but but just the the possessions that these teams had. I mean, Packers had the ball for over seven and a half minutes on their first drive. Kansas City then a seven minute drive and an eight minute drive in that first half. Um, just a a, a crazy sequence and and flow to that first half and and kind of showed you that Kansas City was just going to be more than happy to take checkdowns and and work the boy, yeah. the ball down the field methodically slowly and and eat up clock and be perfectly comfortable with that so and one of the interesting things i thought in this game i mentioned this when i recorded with Steven Serta for the intercepted pot but like one of the big benefits that you're going to get from a zone team playing Kansas City especially one that like outside of Rasheed Rice, you're not worried about any of the actual, you know, on paper wide receivers. Um, Travis Kelsey isn't going to get walked out with like a linebacker, you know, against main coverage or something like that. The Packers just don't do that type of stuff. Um, So that's one benefit of the defense. And I know he put up some yards, but a lot of it was over the middle. Um, Seemed a couple times like it was, you know, blitz looks they got out of that and, you know, basically took Kelsey out of the game. I mean, that's that's what you want to do. Also, Keyshawn Nixon currently is talking so much shit. Um, this is from Matt Schneidman. Keyshawn Nixon on Jordan Love. Quote, 12 gave him the key and shit. He drive in the Porsche now. So <laughs> there we go. Can we bet on – so we're getting an extra day of practice going into Monday Night Football next week, the Giants. The Giants aren't really any sort of special of a team. Um, offense or defense. I mean, they had Tommy DeVito starting at quarterback. I would like to place a bet now. Keyshawn Nixon gets an offensive touch next week because he is feeling himself. I'm sure he will be heard. (laughs) I, I would not bet against that. Um, 
Yeah, he's he is on a tear right now. Um didn't didn't have the big game as a as a returner today. I think he had one yeah. nice one. Um but his returns always look fine. better than the actual yardage looks, but then yeah. you look at the yardage around the league, it's down like I think it's like thirty percent that like kickoffs are down in, in terms of like the yardage and stuff around the NFL. Like he might still be all pro. Mm-hmm. And he's not having that great of a season, but like this is what a all pro returner looks like in today's NFL. He's they they, they got to bring him back now. I mean, he's on a one year deal. You've got to. I feel like you've got to try to bring him back for for next what do you season. Do with Valentine, I guess you oh, make him and yeah. Stokes fight. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, just the. I don't but know. if Reed that, is going to be who Reed is, like you probably don't want him returning too much anymore, right? Forward, yeah. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting. He's a he's he's clearly in a big part of of this team from an emotional locker room standpoint too, and, and he's got yeah. that factor. Plus, you know, he's playing a, a playing a pretty good slot corner, and if he ends up being a two time All Pro kick returner, I mean, unless that just drives his price so far up, you know, next off season, I don't think in it's the gonna. free agent market, but I don't think so, right? I mean, he was Didn't coming this off of a better, season. yeah, he he came off of a better season last year, and he right. still signed for like what four million dollars, so yeah. And he's a year older, and I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right, let's take it a break, and then we'll get into vibe checks. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. 
And we are back. All right. Offensive side of the ball. 11. 11. Yep. We did it. We found him. We are God's chosen <laughs> chosen children, favorite children, dude. We did it. Three straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Man, the NFC fans of other NFC North teams hate us so much. And I love every second of it. You know what made me realize how hated we are? Because, like, obviously, like, we're so loud to Viking. Well, one, Vikings fans are so loud to fucking us, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have to be loud back and remind them that they've never won anything. Yep. Bears fans, it's just fun to beat the shit out of little brother, right? I'm sorry I'm cussing so much tonight. It's late West Coast time. Um, Whatever. Um, Lions fans is the one where it's funny to me. Because I've talked to Lions fans, and it's always, I guess on some level, it's like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm proud of you. And they're like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I don't want to hear how proud of you, uh, how proud of me you are. Um, so, yeah, they got to just be going. I mean, Jerry Goff's going to get the Daniel Jones contract. Super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Are the Vikings about to double down on Kirk Cousins off an Achilles there? Maybe. <laughs> Bears are either going to punt on Caleb Williams or start you know, rookie year one, and I don't know which one will produce a worse short-term result. So, yeah, man. I'm feeling this. We got to be the favorites in the NFC North next year, right? Oh, yeah. For sure. At this point, like, yeah. Can can you get odds on next year's division title? I don't know. I'll ask (laughs) DraftKings this week. I'll see if we could get that that posted up. Um, I feel like we touched on everything. I mean, AJ Dillon looked good. Um, Tucker yeah. Craft, thumbs up on Tucker Craft. He's mm-hmm. as good as I thought he was going to be. Don't know why he didn't get worked in the lineup earlier. Yes. I assume it's like the FCS young guy, rookie. We we're already trying to give Musgrave reps, like all that stuff coming in, into effect. But every time Craft's been on the field, he looks a part of an NFL starting tight end. And that's great. I mean, we doubled down in a deep tight end draft, and now it's a fucking desert for this year's yep. draft. So yeah, the that's right this, maybe this is the right time to bring up the, uh, Goody is a smart man point. He's getting some wins under his belt, man. And Boy, people, this people got to be mad about it. Cause there's a lot dra- of people who this didn't draft like him. class. My God. Um, just in year one. And, and you think about what, uh, you know, what the tight ends can, can be in a year or two from now, what a guy like Jaden Reed can be in a year or two from now. Dante, I mean, Wicks, Brooks, the, you're going through the growing pains with Anders. We'll get to him in special teams, but every one of those guys, um, has been huge for this team over this, this last month. What would it take? How many games do we need to win for Goot to be executive of the year? I mean, Goot winning executive of the year while while Rogers misses <laughs> a season in New York, I think would drive him. Oh nuts. my god. It would that drive would be, him insane. That would be incredible. Um if they get to double digit wins, I think that should do it. Like if they go five and well no, that's only that's that's four and two down the stretch. Not even five and one. I was gonna say if they go five and one. Um, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna ask oh, my national media friends nerd chat. I'm gonna ask who uh, the candidates are for executive of the year. And we'll loop back into this by the end of the podcast. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. There's, f- there's five games left. I can't math tonight. It's been, it's late. I've had a couple of bourbons since the game. Um, 
excuse me, whiskeys. I'm, I'm drinking scotch tonight because it's celebratory. <laughs> um, I just normally stick to bourbon post game, but, um, yeah, they go four and one and, and end up 10 and seven and in the playoffs. That's that, that does it for me with, with so this funny. team, with this roster. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd love it. Oh, yes. the shit talking would never mm-hmm. end. Um, okay. Let's get to the defensive side. Not so. I mean, they, they kind of played the game that I thought that they would, which was if you can get pressure and you can get home, you win that drive. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how every drive ends up. Um, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. The tackle situation was not great. Even when Donovan Smith was playing left tackle um, for the team, wide receiver was really shaky for them overall. Rasheed Rice is like – Rasheed Rice, for example, is like their Dentavian Wicks where they're like – He's the best guy. Why isn't he playing more? All these other guys are just kind of like taking up space type of thing. Um, but that's all you really have to worry about outside of Kelsey and, you know, obviously Pacheco who ended up getting thrown out late, but he was running pretty well. I You have to give him credit for coming up big in big spots, but I still yeah. don't think that they played great. Like there are a lot of times, especially on that opening drive, like the pass rushers were just getting like knocked into each other and just like ending up on the ground. Like there was one play where I think it's, I don't know. I think it was like the first handful of plays. Carl Brooks is like running into uh, Rashawn Gary full speed and they both end up on the ground. That was the play that uh, Preston Smith ended up chasing Mahomes on the left sideline and kind of ended up mm, tailing yep. to the snake there. Um, so I'll say like six, six feels right. I, I might even go a little farther and call it a seven. Um, I just the 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 fact that they're still doing this without Jair, and um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, schematically the 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 zone stuff um, kind of helps limit Kelsey a little bit. Yeah. Um, he didn't really hurt him in the red zone at all, which was big. I was, I was, I was big on on assuming Kelsey was going to score a touchdown in this one. Yeah. Um, just that, I mean, that when, we, like a, when we when we let Jimmy Graham score one earlier this yeah. year, that kind of just gets burned <laughs> into your mind, you know. Yep, but I mean the 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 run D, I guess, is still. I mean, it's still questionable. And Pacheco had eighteen for one hundred and ten. So what? That's a six yeah. yard average. Um, and he broke one or two big ones. So yeah, maybe maybe seven's a little generous. But they, I mean. The the thing I think the thing that's sticking in my mind is those stops in the fourth quarter. I mean, they got the yeah. the three and out, and then they got the turnover um, when they really desperately needed it. With with that game still being less than you know that was what a two a two point game and then a, a five point game, uh, they got the stops they needed to. This would be a good bit for me to do after being solidifying myself two years as the, just the Joe Barry apologist guy, the only person who will say anything remotely <laughs> nice about Joe Barry's defense or even neutral about Joe Barry's defense to be low on him now that uh <laughs> lower on him now that you know his job is safe um special teams Anders thank god dude oh. I was a little worried I was a little worried but you nailed him that 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 48 yard would have been good from 60 that was yeah. just an end dead straight down the middle perfect um, yeah, I was happy that there was no wind. The The weather stuff yeah. was weird because a lot of people mm-hmm. were projecting early in the week, you know, that there was going to be snow. And then there was snow. There was snow today. 
but none during the game. And there was no wind. I mean, those flags mm-hmm. were just laying down for that one. So, well, and it's that's big too because I mean, we know how, especially with the new construction and things at Lambeau, how that wind can kind of swirl and right be a little unpredictable. So, yeah, that was good. Um, Whelan had a nice game. I think he only punted twice. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the 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 one was whatever, but the the other one, I mean, he dropped beautifully at the five, and I think Rudy was down there covering and. Uh, covered it up at the one right before the end of the first half. So, um, yeah, good game from him. No real issues or, you know, penalties or anything in, in coverage and, or, or on returns or anything. So, huh, what, like, that's a nine for this game, I think yeah. for me. Like, Has to be. Yeah. Cause the, the, the kick return or, you know, I don't even think, did we even return a punt? I know they punted once. I don't know if we returned. I think Keyshawn had like, a real short one. He kind of danced around okay. a little bit and, and so that was about it. But yeah, if the, if the worst thing we're dealing with is one punt return for like no gain. Right. Cool. Looking into next week, giants, not a very good football team. They're obviously going to travel to MetLife. It's going to be Monday night football, all that stuff. As far as the injuries go moving forward, right? Well, Watson's going to be one now, I guess. Um, keeping an eye on what Rudy Ford's like situation is going to be like, I guess we're not going to get any indication of that until actual game day on, you know, against the giants. Cause they're not going to say who they're going to start or anything like that. Um, Jair, his situation, that's going to be something to monitor. And then Aaron Jones is an interesting one. Cause I don't think you want to even play Aaron Jones at this point. Um, Cause Aaron Jones is a guy who has already been banged up a couple times. Yep. And if you play him, on Monday, that's a short turnaround against the Bucks. Like I'd rather him be healthy for that Bucks Panthers Viking stretch than anything else. Like this Giants game, like it it doesn't matter. I'll look on DraftKings right now, but like it has to be like a ten point line. There's there's yeah. no way. Um do 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 why are you yeah, showing I mean, I'm literally Gi- being shown table tennis. Why am I sh- being shown <laughs> table tennis? So uh, yeah. Giants are what coming off? They're coming off a bye, so okay. Oh, wow, Packers fine. are only six point favorites. Insane. Uh, okay. Smash Packers. I do Let's not go. respect Tommy DeVito. I want to nope. be on record. I do not respect Tommy DeVito. <laughs> if I go down this way, I'm totally okay falling on the sword. He he had a, a nice game against the shambling corpse of a defense that the Washington Commanders put out there two weeks ago. Good for you. Yeah, uh, I've been notified so- by the Nerd National Football Media Chat that Casario is probably the leader in the clubhouse for uh, front office or yeah. uh, executive of the year. So we have okay. to root against the Texans making the playoffs. If we want Goot to be executive of the year, Goot should have won. So one, benefiting. Yeah. Like so, so benefiting one, like, from floor's first year, I think is what it was. That was the, yeah, that was the year that he made all those big signings, Z and Preston yeah, and yeah. Amos and he should have won that season. Guys. I remember yeah. people were talking LeFleur head uh head coach of the year candidate, and I was like, it should be Goot. It should be Goot. Yeah. Oh. We're real quick, mention the commanders. Did you see the line from Terry McLaurin today? He had he uh, said I'd like I did a bunch of conditioning or something. I I, yeah, he, he went 0 for three on targets and he's like, Well, I ran a bunch of cardio today. Yeah. <laughs> Again, oh, man, a lot of these teams do not plan for a whole lot. Nope. And one of them is the Giants. So take care of business. Um, any parting thoughts on the way out? I- I'm going to just um, 
echo a comment that our good friend Zach Rapport of the Unpacked Pod tweeted earlier today, which is, and I, I quote, I regret to inform the North that the Packers are figuring their shit out ahead of schedule. <laughs> They're so mad. I had a Vikings fan oh my God. Uh, say like, uh, congratulations on picking a shitty safety at 21 next year. When I when I was like, we're making the playoffs. Like, grow up. You also you just did that. Lewis Seen can't get on the field for you. <laughs> Shut up. One of uh one of our Daily Norseman colleagues, Eric Thompson, who who genuinely great guy, but uh tweeted at me, you already had three straight fucking decades of this. Yeah, dude. This is our birthright. Keep we coming, gotta baby. bring the Lombardi home. Keep Even coming, if it's baby. just one, people will say like you got you guys what was it two court two quarterbacks thirty years three rings it's three rings if it's three rings the Vikings have fifty years I, I realize I realize I'm putting the cart before the horse here with this but can you imagine if Jordan Love is the one who gets two oh brother okay I'll, what if I'll, he gets I'll, three oh god what if he gets four <laughs> I'm so excited but oh, it's god. too bad. He's now a villain because sweet baby Mahomes oh. lost the football game. Yeah. I know Jags fans are super excited. Anyway. By the way, Jags fans are like yeah. the biggest fans of the Green Bay Packers outside of Wisconsin right now because they're now in the driver's seat in the AFC. Um, as far as the playoff race goes, again, I already mentioned, we're in the seventh seed spot. Um, the teams that you're looking at, a lot of the same names, right? You're looking at Seattle. You're looking at Minnesota. You're hoping an NFC South team that doesn't win the division doesn't also pop back into the wild card race, um, which at this point I think is like anyone who is not the Atlanta Falcons. Um, yep. Yeah, Packers can take care of the Bucks, I think, in a couple yeah. weeks right there. So, yep. And then the other team that is sneaking around now is the Los Angeles Rams, which yep. thankfully the Packers have a head-to-head victory over. So if they finish with the tied record, which I believe they have right now, yep. um, you know, the, the Packers will get in in that situation. But the Rams are hanging around, and Stafford is back. So um, Puka Nakua, I don't know what his situation was like because uh, I know I think he went out with an injury or something like that um, in this game, but. Keep an eye on them. They're quietly hot, and they seem to be getting their shit together the same way that we are. So, yeah. Well, look. I mean, again, this this team has a schedule that every game on this on the rest of this, this yeah. way, you know, maybe the Vikings, but the Packers will probably still be favored in the Vikings game. I mean, I know it's on the road. Yeah. I know it's in Minnesota. No, it's a backup quarterback. Again, again, against a backup quarterback, um, and the way the Packers have been playing, they should absolutely be favored in every game from here on out. Remaining strength of schedule, the Packers. So the one percentage strength of schedule, point three three three. The 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 teams that they're about to play in the last five weeks of the season lose two thirds of the games that they played so far. That's, those are bad football teams. Bad. Well, and and according to the New York Times playoff predictor, now Packers playoff odds have jumped to seventy percent after Let's tonight's game. Go. Holy crap. That thing was down to like 12% at one point. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Minnesota. Thank you, Seattle. We could not have done it without you guys. Yep. If uh, the Packers beat the Giants, that goes up to 79. And then if they just win one more, it gets up to 89. So 
Good yeah, Lord. I mean, as as long as they win three of their last four or three of their last five, it looks like they're going to make it in. Um, well barring it. some, you know, the Rams going nuts or something like that. Uh, it 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 feels a lot better to do this than it did a month and a half ago. <laughs> well, now we have just any sort of direction. It's not even like yep. it, it. It is better that we're winning, but also like the first month and a half of the season was just like, I don't know they're young and they're making dumb mistakes. Like mm-hmm. we can't even use this data. So yep. yeah, good stuff. Um, keep it tuned to the feed. Keep it tuned to the site. We'll have uh snap counts, injury reports, all that stuff. We'll have breakdowns of this game. I'm certain. Um, go pack. Go. We did it. Go Pack Go. Talk to you Monday night. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.